everybody. Hello, everybody. Listen, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. People of God, I am so honored and privileged that you have tuned in for today or tonight's episode. Now, listen, be Listen to me, people of God, before we get started with our episode for tonight or today, I just want to take this moment right now just to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your love, for your your kind words, your generosity to this ministry. I am so grateful and thankful that you have connected with this message of hope. I am so thrilled that the Lord continues to be a blessing to his people. It's an honor. It's it's something that I stand back and I'm just amazed at how God works. He is the God of all ages, times, seasons. God is not a God of the old, but he's a God of the consistent. He's always consistent. He's always vibrant. He's always accessible. God is so good. And because he's good and because of your love for this ministry, I say to you and I say to God, to God be the glory for the great things he continues to do on a regular basis. Enough said. People of God, let's get into today or tonight's episode. Now, listen, listen to me. I'm always, believe it or not, (laughs) I'm always inspired by individuals who is passionate for creating answers for questionable practices. We see this in our world every single day, whether it's on our job, whether it's in the ministry, whether it's with family. I love people who are passionate for solutions to questionable practices. You know, people who knows the dangers that they will be facing, but their understanding is that there is an audience who is looking to be inspired. They create opportunities for those who want to take that big leap of faith. But sometimes they choose to be hidden in a sea of fearful men and women because they simply can't see themselves having the ability to affect change. Now, listen, there's there's an euphemism, an adage that says you guys probably heard this many, many times that change is good. Have you ever heard that before? Changing jobs, changing careers, changing clothes, changing cars. A lot of times change is good. And I remember an episode that we had shared some months ago. I believe that episode was in the month of our, I believe it was around the month of September uh, of last year. And it was entitled A Change of Scenery. A change of scenery. Listen, the sounds of change, people of God, have a long-lasting sound that brings awareness to, to situations and circumstances that need your gift that the Lord has placed inside of you. The gift that's inside of you is designed to create the importance for your, 
Now hear me good, your instrument to be needed, to be heard. Here's an example. I'm going to give you an example. An example. Now I want you to listen real carefully, if you will. Here's a drum beat that I want to play for you. And without any other sounds, I just want you to hear it. Now, listen to the same drum beat, but with other instruments accompanying the drum beat. Did you see the difference? Did you notice the difference? Most individuals could not sit down and just listen to a drum beat. <laughs> Did you notice how each instrument was intricately knitted, woven in an array of beautiful melodies that reaches our ears and travels to our very soul. Somebody decided that their gift would create a more diversified and warming sound to the heart of us that makes the world a better place to live. There's a word in God's word that speaks to the sound that I'm talking about. And it's the word, hear me good, community. Community. The word community means common character, likeness, a body of people having common rights, privileges, or interests or living in the same place under the same laws and regulations. Now, I want to share with you in the Word of God about this thing called community. And I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verses 4 through 10, it says, We have many parts in one body, but the parts don't all have the same function. In the same way, though, there are many of us, many of us, we are one body in Christ and individually we belong to each other. <laughs> Say that with me. We belong to each other. Verse six says we have different gifts that are consistent with God's grace that has been given to us. If your gift is prophecy, you should prophesy in proportion to your faith. If your gift is service, devote yourself to serving. If your gift is teaching, devote yourself to teaching. If your gift is encouragement, devote yourselves to encouraging. The one giving should do it with no strings attached. The leader should lead with passion. The one showing mercy should be cheerful. Verse 9 says, love should be shown without pretending. Oh, we got a lot of pretenders out here. Hate evil and hold on to what is good. Love each other like the members of your family. I should say oh, your family, but your family. <laughs> be the best at showing honor to each other. That's Romans chapter 12, verses 4 through 10. 
And the key is we belong to each other. That's the bottom line. We belong to each other and our gift that's inside of us needs to be in sync with one another and in sync with the will of God. But the issues that's in our world are concerning, if not detrimental to a harmonious world that the Lord created for us. Because there are people who want to control the sounds. Unfortunately, we have people who try to control or manipulate the sounds and melodies that provide, hear me good, it provides God's gift through his creation to be made manifest and suppressing or hindering somebody from shining, that's a problem. That's an issue. I'm here to let you know that you are an instrument that's designed to be heard. There's a world, an audience, waiting for you to be part of changing the times, the opportunities, the hope for change. Because remember, people of God, change is good. Yes, it is. Your community, the people that's around you, that surrounds you, is waiting for you. <laughs> They're waiting on you to share your gift of love that flows from the heart of God. Now listen, today or tonight's episode is entitled, Instrument for change. Hey, say that with me. I'm going to be an instrument for change. Yes. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 in the Living Bible says, Now change your mind and attitude to God. And turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins and send you wonderful times of refreshment from the presence of the Lord. I want to read that scripture one more time. Now change your mind and attitude. That's a key piece of this verse that we struggle with as a world, as a society, as a people, we don't like to make changes in our mind and attitude. We have to understand and realize God is simply waiting on us to make some changes in our thoughts, our behaviors, our actions, our attitudes. It, it didn't say within yourself. It says, now change your mind and attitude to God. When you do this, yeah, obviously it's not going to be very easy. And that's why your prayer life is so critical in, in order for change to happen within yourself. You have to understand how consistent that you need to be with your prayer life. The scripture talks about prayer changes things. It changes how you think. It changes your actions. It changes you how to see your life being played out 
because now God is in control of your life. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 says, now change your mind and attitude to God. And then it says, and turn to him. (laughs) Not turn to your friends, not turn to your spouse, not turn to your job, not turn to your money. Not don't turn to those things that you think is your safety net. Oftentimes we turn to things that do not bring permanent solutions to our daily lives. And we turn to things that do not line up with the plan or the will of God for your life. We turn, some of us turn to drugs. Some of us turn to alcohol and some of us turn to cheating and some of us Turn away from truth. We live a lie. We practice lies. We don't even know what the truth is is because we've been so accustomed to lying over and over again. So the scripture says in Acts chapter 3 verse 19, change your mind and attitude to God and turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins. <laughs> First John 1 and 9 says, he says, if you confess, he will cleanse you of all of your transgressions. When you understand this significance, that is not you cleansing away the issues because you will go back to your comfort zone. You turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins. Where you ask me the question, Pastor Phil, how do I how do I get rid of my sins? Well, you just confess. Confess with your mouth. When you make confessions, when you admit that you won't be a good instrument for change is because you're so full of sin. When you just reach out to God, God will come in and do a cleansing of your heart and your mind and your soul. So turn to him and let him cleanse away your sins and send you now. Because see, now that you've been cleansed by God, he sends you wonderful times. (laughs) Most of us are looking for, we're looking for joy. We're looking for peace. We're looking for satisfaction. We're looking for things. But the situation is that we're looking for solutions in all the wrong places. And we find ourselves lost. We, you, you find yourself in a fog. You find yourself distance, so distant away from reality that you live in this fantasy world because You have not allowed God to cleanse you of your sins. But when you allow God to come in and remove some of those issues, those bad habits, those evil thoughts, that that profanity that you use often on a regular basis, he will cleanse you of how you think, how you speak. Then he seasons you and he presents these wonderful times of refreshment. How many of you guys out here in the podcast land want to be refreshed, want to be renewed, want your joy back, want your 
peace back. You want to be able to really embrace life the way you want to see life to be. Well, unfortunately, we are very stale when it comes to life. We are very despondent when it comes to really experiencing the joy of the Lord. And God simply wants to refresh you. He wants to hit the reset button on your life. He wants to actually shape you and mold you into something that you won't even be able to recognize within yourself. You see yourself as lacking, you will remain in lack. It's because you don't understand the significance of turning to God so he can cleanse away those sins. You know, those sins of anxiousness and, and fear and doubt and worry. You know, those sins that you've said some things out of anger. You allowed your anger, you allowed your envy, you, your jealousy to take charge of your life. God wants to bring wonderful times of refreshment from his presence. When you stand in the presence of God, when you are in the presence of God, the Bible says being in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. When you are in the presence of God, yes, we are always, God is always with us. But I mean, really you know, those moments where you actually turn off the TV, you get off your cell phone, you get off the Instagram, you get off of Facebook, you get off of TikTok, you get off of all of those social media platforms and you actually take some time within your day. Not the 30 second prayer, not those just one minute. Hey, God, I need your help. Amen. But I'm talking about real, authentic time with the Lord. So you can be enveloped into his presence. And when you allow God to just kind of take away those thoughts, to kind of refresh you, to kind of refocus you, to reset you, all of a sudden now, all of a sudden now, you can feel the change within yourself. And because God begins to change you, now you can be the instrument to bring change within every situation that you're faced with. If you have a family issue, you could be that instrument. If you're playing in sports and you feel like you're not getting the opportunity, hey, you can be the instrument for change. It's because God begins to cleanse you and he begins to wash you and he begins to actually build up your faith that should be high in God. Even when things don't look quite Right. You have to understand God will go before you. God is always working things out for your good. Romans 828 simply says, and we know that God works everything out for our good, according to not our purpose, but his purpose. So you have to understand it's really in order to be an instrument of change, there's some things that you have to do within yourself in order to see God working in your life. And I guarantee when you begin to get into the presence of the Lord and when you begin to just stop acting like you got this together, when in actuality you have nothing together, you're actually reaching and grabbing and grappling 
and trying and swinging and straining through life is because you're still trying to do things within your own ability, within your own intellect. And God simply says, now, that's what this verse says, now change your mind and attitude to God. And then it says, and turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins and send you wonderful times of refreshment from the presence of the Lord. So people of God, listen to me. Being an instrument for change starts with changing your mind and attitude and turning to him. Transformation, which is critical, is ridding yourself from the negative thoughts and attitudes that hold you back from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, from year to year. So there's a question that I want to pose to you. What are some of these negative thoughts that prevent changing the sound for change to happen in your life? Think about those negative sounds. You know, those those sounds where it says, well, you're not going to make it. You know, you've been stuck like this for a long time. Mm, Is that sound? That's not the right sound. The sound that you should be hearing is from God, where God says, my son, my daughter, place your faith in me. Put your trust in me. I will create a sound that will change your life. It will change others lives in a good way, because now God is in charge. He is actually in charge of your life. And many people won't use their instrument or their gift for changes because they're fearful of the outcome. Because they don't believe that their gift has any significance. And I'm here to let you know today or tonight that God created you to be significant in this world. And there's an acronym for the word fear. It's false evidence appearing real. And what I love, God's word tells us in 2 Timothy, the first chapter in the seventh verse, it says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. I want to read that verse one more time. God gave us a spirit, not of fear false evidence appearing real, but of power, not your power, but his power, love, love for God and love for your, your, your fellow man, for your family, your friends, your loved ones, for the whole wide world and being able to have self-control over yourself and having self-control over the situation that tries to bring fear to your life. Because when you live in this power, when you live in God's power, it provides a sound that brings about a change for your life and for the life of others. Think about that, people of God. Aren't you tired of seeing your son and your daughter being in their in, in the situation that they're in? You could be that instrument of change. You could grab them by the hand and say, listen, Timmy, listen, Jake. Listen, Susie, let's let's go and pray. Let's spend a few moments in prayer over the issues that are 
before you and let's watch God change the situation. And so your instrument to be able to pray to God, he gives us this thing called prayer, this communication line where you can actually take your burdens and your cares to God. And when you pray to God, you just have to leave them there. And you let God handle those things. And then when you pray to God, especially as a family, as as friends, as a church family, whoever it is, when you pray to God, there's a sound that comes from heaven that goes into the darkest of night. It goes into those lonely places. It goes into those things that appear to be so daunting and so powerful. And God is the one who brings a sound to bring those mountains that's in your life down to a little molehill. That's what God can do for your life. So there's another one besides fear. Love is an instrument that has has God's healing properties to change lives and to break through any type of barrier that tried to hold you down or hold people down. Love is the greatest instrument. So love, God's love, is the ultimate instrument to flow throughout the world and bring about change. I think the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says, it says that love never fails. Love never fails. Love doesn't envy. Love doesn't boast. Love never fails. And when we understand that instrument, when it's being used on a daily basis, all of a sudden now, God's love runs from heart to heart and from breast to breast. God's love brings harmony to things that are so um, so distant, so, so uh, complicated. God brings down those walls, those barriers. God's love actually activates his power to be able to defeat every situation every single time. And lastly, self-control. Self-control, this instrument stabilizes your actions and allows you to focus on the Lord. (laughs) It allows you really to, to really hone in on what God has in store for you, his plans, his purpose for your life, while equipping you to avoid the schemes and snares of the enemy. So people of God, listen, practicing self-control demonstrates to others what strength really looks like. When you actually allow God to give you that self-control, all of a sudden, now people can see how how peaceful you are, how um, unmoved by any outside interferences because you are in so much control because God controls the thermostat, whether to be hot or cold. God takes over, and, and because you allow God to take over, now people all around you can see what real strength looks like. James 1 and 8 says that a double-minded person can never create change because God's word says their loyalty is divided between God and the world. They're divided between God and the world and they are unstable as James 1 and 
8 says, they are unstable in everything that they do. So hear me, people of God. So in closing, we are God's instrument. We are God's instrument, people of God. A great ensemble. We are a great mass of people living our lives to bring glory to his name and to be a light that illuminates the darkness and provides hope for those precious souls who needed a chance for their lives to be worth living. I'm here to let you know tonight, people of God, what are you waiting on? (laughs) I'm going to say this again. What are you waiting on? I'm here to let you know today or tonight. Step out in faith. Let love do the driving. Let God be able to control every situation and circumstance that comes into your life. So today or tonight, I'm here to let you know you be an instrument for change. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all of your many blessings. I thank you for what you are doing in the lives of your people. I pray choice blessings over every listener that's under the sound of my voice that you will continue to provide and make ways for those individuals who are looking for change. God, remind them that you have placed yourself into their lives. And so when fear comes in, when doubt tries to rule, when Anxiousness tries to hold us down, God. Remind us of who we are. We are a chosen generation. We are from a royal priesthood. We are peculiar, but not in a bad way, but we are special and unique because you created us to be able to move through this life, not in fear, because you're with us every step of the way. Your word says in Psalms 23, it says, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we won't fear because you're with us. You are the sound that pushes the shadow of death away from our very mind, our very heart, our very soul. So bless us this day and every day, oh God. Help us to always turn to you Help us to always turn away from sin. Help us to confess our sins because you are faithful and just to forgive us of all sin and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We love you, O God, and we appreciate all that you have done and what you're going to do and what you continue to do. So bless your people right now. And we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled Instrument for Change. I'm Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Please continue to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Please send whatever you can to support our ministry. You can um, you can sow into our ministry through our cash app, which is dollar sign full of life. And then the last two letters are capitalized S D. You can go to any of the social platforms, whether it's Spotify, Google, Spreaker, Anchor, and you can sow to our ministry to help us continue to help those who have great needs that are 
out here in our world. We want to continue to feed the homeless. We want to continue to provide clothes for those who need clothes. We want to provide chances to be able to be blessings for children all over this world. So continue to sow into this ministry. We are so grateful and honored that you tuned in. People of God, I love you with the love of Christ. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.